Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows. I thought I had it. I don't have it. Press the wrong button. There it was. Now it's gone. Oh, hey. That's about as far as I can rap. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. I didn't didn't have any musical education growing up. Hi. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Hi. Hi. So, hi, Bruce. Uh, Welcome to the show. I'm excited to talk to you about your podcast and everything you do. Um, But uh, first, we're going to start with our headlights, highlights of the week. Um, and I will start with me. I, uh, I made Korean corn dogs from scratch. I don't know if I can beat that. Well, you, you just came in with the pressure. Oh my God. Um, okay. I was featured at Comic-Con. See, you're a jerk. You're a jerk for that. You set me up for value there. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Come in right. with a pit. I know. I know. So, um, as most y'all know, I have a four-year-old and one-year-old, and they wanted snacks. And I uh, was like, "Hey, you know, it'd be fun. I love a Korean corn dog, which is fun. You can like put uh, crispy ramen on it or different things like that." And I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna try to make these. I never have, and it's like half hot dog and half cheese." Um, and so I made a really sweet cheddar and hot dog corn dog, but then I actually made it with uh, Doritos, and so they were crispy Doritos corn dogs. Um, and, uh, my son loved them and, uh, they were actually ranch, they were ranch nacho. So they were both. So I, I made the ranch ones and then I added nacho cheese just for an extra flavor impact. Um, and everybody loved it. And I do love the idea of fried cheese at all times. So that's what I did. I had Korean corn dogs. Now there's a place which I imagine you've heard of it before. was this, uh, mochi nut. Have you heard of mochi nut before? Mochi nut? Yes. No. It's a it's not. a it's a donut but place. It sounds like Cal- a place I should do. It's a it's a uh it's a Korean donut place um where they serve that and they serve the Korean hot dogs. Um it's an LA thing, so they just came here to uh San Antonio in the last uh in the last few months. And so it's pretty cool. They do a flaming hot Cheeto one, which is uh delicious. But uh yes. Mochi nut anyway on on mochi nut i've got to go yeah you're out of here out of the show yeah (laughs) oh oh mine um so so i had a pizza no two years ago i had a short film that i just was submitting around and comic-con sent me this beautiful scroll of a letter saying we would like to include you in our film festival. That's awesome. So I got to go there with a couple of my buddies with our film and we got to be displayed in this nice big room on a nice big screen. And there were four films we were competing against for this beautiful, huge award. And our film, the first film went and we're better than that film. The second film went and we're better than that film. We played and it was like awesome. And then the fourth film hit and 
my God, I was just there with my jaw on the ground and this beautiful tear jerking story with this wonderful VFX. And after it was done, it was sort of like, well, that we tried. Well, at least I'd have to pay to get in. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the tear in my heart. That's both. It's simultaneously the high point of my life and the low point of my life. It is everything <laughs> in just one little package of tears. Yeah, no, I totally understand. I have been there. Um, that is not fun. Uh, but, you know, it, it's great when uh, you interested. I'm uh, here in San Antonio, Texas, and uh, every year, uh, at least the last few years, I've had the opportunity to go South by Southwest, um, mm -hmm. either working with a uh, working with a rapper or uh, just just going uh, as myself. Um, and that has been amazing. Uh, but yeah, I was looking at the entries and it was like, if my film got in, I could get a $1,500 entry fee for free because it's not cheap to go to South by Southwest. Um, That's why I haven't gone. Yeah, it's but it, I said I had I had been a musician for 20 years and in 2019 was the first time I ever got to be an artist at uh, so oh, I, I performed at South by Southwest like two other times, but it was the first mm. time I actually got a badge that said, um, you're an artist. And so I got to, and I didn't even do it. All I did was do a podcast, uh, mm -hmm. but it was awesome. I got to be, I got to be on my favorite. I literally got to ask a question on one of my favorite podcasts. And so, uh, that was pretty cool. So, but, uh, uh yeah, that absolutely sounds awesome. Other than my film, the highlight of Comic-Con was trying to drag one of my friends to ask his favorite artist for his autograph and having to be sort of like, pardon me, I'm not a fan of yours, but my buddy over here who was staring at you, you do, yeah. a little bit of drool flecking out of his lips, he would really, really like to have an autograph. $20. Okay, so here's $20. Could you make it out to Mr. Um, I'm afraid can't you. look you in the eye? Yeah. But it's mean, awesome to actually get featured to go as an artist, even if it's for podcasting. It doesn't really matter what. Yeah. You got the badge. Yeah, as no, opposed it was great. To, like the last it, two times you were like part of the entourage, so there was somebody else with a badge, and you're there just trying to look like. Well, no. So the first time I was like, I got a badge at the last minute because my friend. Have you heard of Jurassic Five before? Yes. So my friend, he was good friends with Jurassic Five and his band was performing. The verbal Herman Munster. And so I actually, that year was like, I forget what year it was. It was back in the day. I actually got to hang out with Jurassic Five. We just walked down 6th Street. I'm hanging out with Jurassic Five. I'm just like, this is hilarious. Um, and I got his badge, so I got to go some stuff. And then I've my band has performed a few times. Um, but I was just, you know, I was like the rapper for a gospel band. And then I was like the rapper for another band. And so I was just the, I was just the small cog. So I didn't get to go to the actual thing. And so, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, but you're right. It, it was awesome. And it said that year was one of the coolest years I ever did. And then I said, I got to go to it virtually last year. Um, but it was, uh, uh, it was, uh, not as awesome, but I, it was cool because it was the first time I ever got to be there as a business. So I got to talk about, I got to actually sit down with some of the best producers, um, that do independent films and got to actually, I got lucky enough to be on one of those pan or be in one of those panels of like, it was like me and 20 other people got to 
actually have a full discussion with these uh, producers. It was pretty insane. So, and I had no idea what I was doing because I'm definitely not a movie maker. I am a white guy that raps. And so, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I, but I took advantage of the situation. It was dope. So look, most movie makers have no idea what they're doing. You, you learn on the job. So you are as valid to be a producer there as anybody else. Well, luckily they were the first time I did my pitch. The lady was like, you need to do it better. But luckily I had like, three <laughs> other people to do. And so I just, I just cut it down and just like, all right, here's the thing. So it was, it was fun. It was uh, but it was a learning situation and I would love to go back to that thing, but I don't, I said, it'll be in person this year. And, uh, hopefully my uh i'll be able to go but again it's all on uh everybody else not on me so um we'll see how that goes but uh, uh real quick uh the answer to that question uh mr uh uh mr jaime is that he's at work and so uh he's not available if you would like to come join me you definitely can you know I always make room for you um but uh yeah jaime, jaime uh, uh mr Trey is at work, but uh, it's cool. Me and Bruce are gonna have a great time. Speaking of um, Bruce, now it's time for the first time we've ever done this. It's called '80s Wrestling Booker, and what you're gonna do, and we're both gonna create our favorite, re- our own wrestlers, their uh, their stories and their names, real quick stories and their name, and uh, whoever has the best one, we'll both decide the best answer from this. But uh, we have three categories, and um, we'll see how it goes. But pretty much, Bruce, is pretty simple. Just use your brain, make up something funny. Uh, if it's not funny, then, you know, I'm sorry. We're live. Uh, Vamp. Yeah, let's let's go. Uh, I might not be great at this, but this will be fun. So the first one, hey, would you like to try to go first, or you want me to go first on this? You know, you've got the home field advantage, so I feel like I need to snatch that away from you. Okay, okay. I'm going to go with my singles wrestler. All right. Sexual sponge cake, Scotty Schwartzman. And Scotty, in a way of rebelling against his very uptight, somewhat Orthodox Jewish upbringing, <laughs> went to player school and became sexual sponge cake. And then, just to prove his machismo, his overreaching, overarching, over a four over um nasally pleasing machismo he went into wrestling just so they could oil himself up and shine for the ladies and that is how he won his first inter-us continental semi-world but not all the world championship belt <laughs> can i just quit at this point i think i don't know <laughs> all right mine is nintendio Ninten- nintendio boy um, he is a four foot three, um, grown adult, um, but he only weighs 75 pounds and he walks around with a rubber glove that he has spray painted gray to look like a, uh, power glove. Uh, again, because we are a, a small place, we do not have the rights to do, uh, Nintendo. So it is Nintendo boy. Um, just, you know, so we can have those rights. Um, but he has a pair of sweet, like eighties glasses. And, um, what he does is he, yes, Nintendo, you did it. You did it right there. Um, and, uh, he is Nintendo boy. And, uh, what he does is he has his, he has this amazing move at the end. It's called the duck hunt. I'm sorry. Sorry. The quack quack hunt where he, uh, 
throws his opponent, uh, you know, pretends to throw his opponent in the air, and then he just falls to the back and pretends to shoot them, and they fall over, and he wins the match. Um, it's an amazing move. It won him the super, super non-heavyweight title in the North American um, Underground uh, uh, Tabletop Association of Wrestling. Um, and that was an amazing thing. It was him versus uh, the Smudge Mom. And uh, he beat the Smudge Mom and won the match. But yeah, that's my guy. Nintendo Boy um, versus uh, Sexual Chocolate. Uh, I forget his real name, but uh, I would tell you right now you won. No matter how hard I try to push that one. Uh, quack, 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 Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, here's uh, here's Kyle's response to that. Quack, quack, quack. Quack, 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 Jesus Christ. Uh, he was obviously thought that was hilarious. Uh, and then uh, Jaime was, uh, Kyle also was loving your response. He was like, oh gosh. Um, that was nice. Um, so I, from those responses, I would say that you won the first round, Bruce. The first okay. round is yours. Cool. Right. That's, that's the footing I wanted. It's the footing I needed because now <coughs> in this two out of three fall bout, oh. this is two out of three falls and you are down one round. So the next round, if you do not win it, you have lost it, boy. You have lost it. No, Sorry. no. The best part I is just, I, the third I, round I is a sugar. bonus. Even if you win this round. The bonus round, mm -hmm. I still have a chance uh, because it is an amazing, it's amazing one, and I think that one uh, allows you to put it in the right situation. So, mm -hmm. uh, but real quick, guys, uh, just so I know, uh, I already know the answer to this, but uh, Kyle and Jaime, whoever is watching, uh, do we have votes for Jason, for Scout, or for Bruce for the best singles wrestler? I'm pretty sure the guys already decided that it's you, Bruce. Um, <coughs> all right, so now <sighs> it's going to be best tag team. The and, tag and, team division. Do you want to go? Team, which is, do you want to go first? Again, I, th I feel like I feel like you should go. Okay, okay. Cool, I feel cool. like I feel like having the last round go the way it went. This needs to go another way in a different way than the one it just went the way it went. All right. My words escaped me. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, uh, now this one. you think so? Uh, this one is actually my tag team for when I was a kid, um, and uh, so this is easy. So. It is the uh, the Hippo Twins. Uh, they're both uh, uh, 400 pound uh, nimble wrestlers uh, that enjoy um, uh, zoos. They also uh, enjoy burritos, um, and they have their their uh, <laughs> sorry response. Um, yep, you won that one, Bruce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Kyle, response. I feel like that's almost a date request. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so all right, so they're the hippo twins. They're both four hundred pound guys. Uh, they're they're both in their forties, um, and they uh, actually uh, are mimicked. Again, we're very focused on Nintendo on, on in my thing, and so they all actually just go womp womp. Womp womp as they uh, go towards the ring, kind of like bushwhacker style, but they open mm -hmm. their mouth and they're like, womp womp, womp womp. Yes, the hungry hippos. Oh, here, here you go. We'll call them the the hunger hippo twins. Um, and uh, they go womp 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 as they walk into the ring. And their special move is an amazing one. It is called the terrible toe twist. Yes, no, they don't jump on you. No, they don't 
they don't do some high impact with their 400 pounds. No, they just take off your boot and pull your toe out of socket. And they win the match every time. Uh, and that's the Hunger Hippo Twins. Uh, they also have really cool uh, intro music. Here it goes. We will, we will eat you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, my team. All right. You're my boys. Me. My boys are the kind of team that you really love to hate. The women want them. The men want to be them. They are the midnight polka knots. I have to respond to this real quick. I should have thought about this. (laughs) So the the little piggy pool. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it's called. Thank you. All right, polka knots. Back to that. Sorry, that was great. No, 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 no. Polka knots. All right, polka. polka knots. These are some hard partying, hard playing polka players straight out of Poland, direct into your face. These are men wow. who have spangly, shiny, shining in the lights, banners off their arms, accordions that they use to batter their opponents. They can rock, they can roll, and they can two step you down the aisle. They are what every woman wants in a four by four kind of little BAM! Oh wow. That's the midnight polka knots. Do they have a special move? They do. It is I got a good one. I wish you did because I you busted my groove. So what's your good one? According to plan. Accordion to plan. Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was... The Midnight Polka Knots. Yes. Oh. Uh, here's Kyle's response to that. Oh, that sounds very tacky. Get it? Okay. Aha. Uh-huh. Polka, 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 tack. Polka, yes. tack. Okay. All I'm right. Forward. So uh, here, who's the winner of that one, guys? Is it? Is it my amazing hippo, hungry, hungry hippo twins, or the polka dots? I think this one I have a chance. Polka, polka, polka. Oh, sorry, the polka. I'm saying polka knots, right? Am I saying it wrong? There you go, polka knots, <coughs> like astro knots, argonauts. Yeah, I yeah. might have gone a little bit. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, I would say we're gonna wait on that one. We're gonna see what other people say. I can't really. Yeah. That one was a good one. Um, I feel like I got a lot of help from the audience, but I feel like it's good. So we're we'll say at the moment. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, it sounds like Kyle says I won, so we're tied at this we're point. Tied. Here's your chance. Uh, if whoever gets this one correct uh, or the most entertaining uh, is gonna win. So uh, you, you get to go first, and uh, here it is. Uh, best manager. Now I feel like a manager can bring your guy to the top. Like, especially in the 80s, like, there were oh, yeah. dudes that managed, like, eight guys. So, I feel like if you have the best manager. So, here's the thing. The manager gets you two points for the best manager. So, no matter what the situation is, you're going to win. Oh, somebody's going to win wholeheartedly with this one. What do you got? Best 80s manager. Sheik Calhide Rodriguez. 
tears. <laughs> Ready? I'm, I'm sorry. Keep going. She, Cal, no, you feel free to just throw me off my rhythm. <laughs> Sheik Calhide Rodriguez, Arabian prince who was born in Texas, who raised cattle, raised hell, and also wanted to prove to his pappy back out in the Middle East that he had the cojones to rule a country with an iron fist, though gloved in a nice soft leather coating. Yeah. So... He got together his stables. Ooh. His stable of wrestlers. Okay, I'm ready for it. I wish I was. The <laughs> <laughs> the chimichanga riders. There's one. The chimichanga riders. The iron flapjack. <laughs> Casey and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> that was actually Casey and the Sunshine Band. Actually came and wrestled at your uh, promotion. Yeah, you know, once yeah. the 70s passed, they needed money. Yeah. And sometimes... The sideshow just doesn't have jobs. You go into wrestling. Yeah. Oh, here, here you go. Here's an a, a extra one. Uh, Tacky Wacky Tico. Tacky Wacky Tico. That definitely would be his uh, jobber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got any more guys? Because I like that. I love this interaction. <laughs> uh, I, what's another one? He would. Uh, oh, he would also definitely have. Um, especially a guy. He would be uh, uh, the the Barbacoa King. And his uh, and his uh, tag team partner, Big Red. <laughs> the and, they, and they only wrestle on Sundays, <laughs> so they only do pay per views. <laughs> and the Flounder Kid for yeah. for those Friday night date dates. Uh, oh, here you go, Yo Kiero Tacos. Uh, that's the rapper um, guy in your stable. So he likes tacos. tacos. He only he only raps about tacos. So from the great, from the great Taco Guerrero family. Taco Guerrero family is, um, oh, that's pretty good. Um, let's see if I, I let's see if my manager. Do you have anything else to add to your manager? No, no, we, no, I don't. Okay, uh, my manager is. Um, <laughs> here you go. Here's another one for you. Uh, your tag team champs are the Barrows. I don't really uh, the Barrows. Oh yeah, donkeys. I see now. See what ah. happened there. Uh, I was hoping for the burritos. We are totally. Oh wow! We 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 our first uh, spam of the day. Nice. There we go. Um, let's see. Oh my god! Can I invest in crypto? Yeah, yeah. I think you can. I think it's important to do that. Awesome. Right. My um, my one. Oh, we're getting spammed. I might have to drop them in a second. Um, that'll be fun. Um, and uh, what was I gonna say? So our right, mind is um. Kathy, the lunch lady, uh, mm. she works. Uh, she works at the cafeteria. She has a hairnet, and um, but she decided that. Uh, um, Does she carry the tray to the ring so that when the referee is distracted, she can whack them with yeah. like the hard edge of the like interstitial arm of the tray? Yeah, and her and her thing about it is, is that she. Uh, she's the lunch lady of the wrestling thing. So she just recruits people as they're eating and catering. Um, and that's how she gets her. So the fun part about her is we just use her for any wrestlers. So her wrestlers are just guys that we, her whole stable is jobbers. She doesn't actually yeah. have any winners. So she's she the dark the, order. Yeah. She has like the gravy, the gravy kid and, um, uh, more corn please. And the two burritos. Tots McFadden. Yeah, and uh, the the cheesy tot man, 
Uh, but yeah, they they never really win. But the lunch lady is the uh, is sloppy my, Joe Young. Sloppy. Yeah. Um. I uh, her manager is sloppy Joe. Uh. Yeah. There you go, sloppy Joe. One of her one of her people would be sloppy Joe. Uh. All right, guys. What do you think? Oh yeah. Here you go. Um. Uh, Nitro invading your federation. I don't know what that means, but uh. Not like twenty years too late. Didn't Nitro go away? Yeah. Yeah, um, but I think, uh, guys, I, I already know the answer to this. Bruce, you win. Great job. Yay! Great job. All right. You're, Once again, you're... send all of my winnings to P.O. Box 2140. <laughs> way. Yes. Here's this uh, can of diet soda um, that I'll send your way. So here you go. Mm. Catch it. Don't, don't drink it. It's bad for you. Um, and, I had to uh, console myself with water. Yes, that's a that's a smarter move. I, I have been uh but anyways, all right, speaking of, um well let's get into this. Uh, so Bruce, when I asked you what we could do for a better year, you said, Hey, you know, let's uh differences shouldn't be excuses for anything, for violence, for uh for not doing things, uh for not treating people with love and respect. You know, it's just uh it's crazy. Well what what do you mean by that? And uh tell me more differences about differences really don't matter. We I think as a society, we get very hung up on somebody comes from here. Somebody looks a little bit different. And in the end, it really doesn't matter. If you think about everybody has differences, be them big, be them small. Chances are most of the people you know and people you are close to in your life have about as many differences with you than most of the complete strangers in your life. So when you get hang up on these little pointless things, it just creates barriers that don't really exist they're psychologically made and put into your way and into your life so yeah really that's it in a nutshell that makes sense and i think and what he's what you're not saying is that there are differences that hurt people are still problems right um but yes in general we, we get so hanged up on these little things like uh you know you're the guy that doesn't um doesn't use ketchup on your french fries uh so i'm not gonna be your friend um uh, well, I got to stop you there, because at that point you are not my friend. Oh, who doesn't use ketchup on their French fries? I use mayonnaise. You do. Uh-huh. End this interview. Yeah, it's fine. We we've had a good twenty-seven minutes, so it's fine. Yeah, I just so. I'm so ashamed of you. Well, I I actually only do that every once in a while. I do use ketchup, so we're fine. Please, was, please, was, yeah. Keep building back. Keep building back. But I do sometimes mix them together. Like a ketchup mayo. That was my mother's favorite um salad dressing. To be perfectly Ke- honest, ketchup mayo. Yeah. Wow. I didn't. She called I... it Thousand Islands, even though it really wasn't. But that was her version. We were poor. Yes. Uh, that is. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. So, um, but yeah, so I think that that's important. But yeah, that makes sense. I think so many times people get um hung up on these things and aren't able to uh, move past it. And I think one of my best examples of uh living my life is that what i've learned is if there are people around i'm gonna be their friends and if they don't if they like something i don't like i'm gonna i'm gonna see if i can enjoy it and that's that i've gotten to card games or other things like that um and had great friends because i was willing to learn and, and and be a part of that group and i think sometimes uh we um get in the way of that um and don't allow emotional 
Emotional flexibility opens you up to so many different experiences that you'll never have an opportunity to have if you just kind of lock yourself in these little boxes that we almost seemingly instinctively like to put ourselves in. You know, try something new. It doesn't really matter whether you're going to like it or not. You may not like it, but you don't know until you try it but you might. And even if it isn't the, your most favorite thing, it still wasn't an experience. And life's about experience when you get so caught up in, well, this is, is outside of my comfort zone. This is something I'm not familiar with. I don't want to try that. Well, you're just limiting the experiences you can have in your life. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And, uh, I think that that's important. I think, uh, it makes sense now. Sorry. It was just suddenly there was like a little thing looking at my eyeball in a threatening way. So I had to shoo it out of the way. Oh, that's not good. I guess that was a different experience for him or her, you know, I don't know what its identity is and I don't want to assign it one. It can choose for itself wherever it is. (laughs) Oh, Bruce, you're killing me. All right. So, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, normally I'm the one that gets keep off guard. You're catching me off guard this entire interview, and it's great. I love it very much. Um, now, uh, you do have a podcast. Now, I do. do you think, do you, uh, tell us about that. What got you into podcasting? I, I know that you before have written and directed and, and done all kinds of fun stuff, but then how do you move to a podcast? I know how I moved to a podcast because I already had a microphone, so it just made sense to do a podcast. <laughs> so... I needed a place to place the tears. <laughs> okay, explain, explain. <laughs> so the name of the podcast is called The Fittest Fat Kid You Know, because chances are I am the fittest fat kid you know, even if you don't know me. I have fluctuated in my weight all of my life. Back when I was 11 years old, I had hit the weight of 280 pounds, legitimately. Okay. Of course, out of that came a lot of bullying, I also had the wonderful experience. You want to talk about embracing differences and having consequences of differences. Well, I was ethnically Jewish in a very, very conservatively Irish Catholic community in Northeast Philadelphia. Oh, wow. There was a, a lot of bullying, a lot of picking on, and a lot of it came from adults. Yeah. So parents would point at me and go, look at how ugly, look at how fat, look at how stupid he is to make their kids sound and look better. So needless to say, there is behind these eyes, because ultimately I think no matter how old we get, there is a form of the child that we were that sits behind our eyes and pilots us. And the way we view the world, the way we reflect into the world is a bit shaped by these views. Now, we get more mature. We learn that some of the noises in our head aren't how the world really is. But ultimately, in the back of my head, I am always this 280-pound, 11-year-old kid. So throughout my life, my weight did this. And about six years ago, I was just starting to make my short films. I was taking improv classes at Second City. I was part of Fred Willard's Mohos. And that was a shock and surprise to me. Thank you, Lou Wagner. for. Let me try that name again because he deserves me saying his name right. Thank you, Lou Wagner, for bringing me into that. I also was working as a freelance IT computer technician. Yeah. 
And I hated that job. I was exceptionally good at that job, but I hated it. My weight began skyrocketing. I went from about 190 pounds to 270. Wow. So I decided to lose weight. And how I decided to do that is I got into some stunt classes because how should you lose weight? I know I'll learn how to fake fight and fall. Over the course of two years, I lost 90 pounds, got into really good shape. And then the pandemic hit and I was fine for a lot of it. But at the beginning of this year, I had several challenges, one of which was a resurfacing of truly horrendous allergies. So Picture having chicken pox. If you can remember having chicken pox or, or picture getting hit with like poison ivy or poison oak. Mm -hmm. Hold that feeling in your mind, times it by five, put it all over your body, then have it for seven months straight. Nope. I went from 180 pounds to about two months ago, 258. Oh, wow. Wow. So, And I, all of my entertainment pursuits had died on the vine because the industry shut down and I wasn't far enough along that I, that my momentum could weather that kind of storm. So I had a short, I had my short film, Dark Spectre 2, where I'm throwing fireballs and that took me to Comic-Con. Well, we had a series pitch built around that and we were, we were beginning to get into the process of doing that, but it, it went away. And now it seems that there's a lot of material like it where at the time because it's the story of the supervillain who's incredibly powerful but he's got to take care of his mother who has early onset alzheimer's but she was a villain so he has to sort of protect the world from her <coughs> machinations sure while still trying to pursue his own thing because she just might make a machine that just sucks the world into a void yeah but i'm di- i'm digressing from the overall point everything went away i was depressed for the first time in a long time I was reached out to by a guy named Eric, the trainer. I basically spent most of my fitness journey at his gym. And he was like, Hey dude, haven't spoke to you in a while. How are you doing? So I had retreated into myself. I was like, Oh God, I've, I I can't not call him back. So I had to call up Eric. Hey, how you doing? I'm terrible. I've gained all this weight. I don't know what to do. So he had me come to his gym and he had me work out. It's not as bad as you think it is. Somewhere in the gym, somebody suggested that what I should do, which I didn't do the first time, is document my journey. How do I do that? Well, why not a podcast? Hmm, Why not a podcast? So the next week I had my trailer, and about a week or two after that, my first episode went out. And that's how the podcast, it's primarily for me to be accountable, to give me something that that I'm going to be responsible to, but also I thought that I might be useful to other people. It might be possible for me to use what I'm going through to be a lens for other people to see their journeys in. And there's a lot of people who don't know what to do. I've, I've gone on various message boards and, Hey, I want to go back to the gym. I don't know what to do. People are going to look at me funny. It's like, no, stop, go to the gym. Nobody cares about you there in a good way, not a bad way. Nobody's looking at you. Have a game plan. Here's a simple game plan. So I, so the podcast is about being informational. How do you get back to the gym? What's an easy way to start up? Most people who are dealing with weight loss issues, most 
And society is cruel to people who are heavy. Yeah. Society, if there's one thing that you are free to be prejudiced against and nasty towards, it's somebody who's a little bit overweight. And that's what the podcast is about, to try to lend support to people going through various trials and tribulations in their fitness journey. And it's where I'm very, very honest about what I'm doing, how I'm feeling. And I interview various people like, um, it won't be this, this week is a lady who went through a hundred pound, uh, weight loss journey and also nearly died from a collapsed lung because of an operation. So listen tomorrow. <laughs> Next week is my primary workout buddy who is, um, this singer songwriter who also really likes to box. So a lot of my fitness was trying to put my fist in his face and nice. we're back to that. And Oh my God, I still can't do it. <laughs> so that's, that's what the podcast is really about. I want to talk to you about your fitness. If you're having an issue, look, I might not have the answers, but I can certainly help you frame up the questions. I can help you see it in a better light. And I can show you that those little voices in the back of your head are not just you. They're universal. The worst thing in the world you can do is retreat into yourself. And that's what I did earlier this year. Yeah. And this podcast is an attempt to bring me out. I was about to ask you about that. It's like, uh, I know that for me, uh, that's the thing that happened to you happened to me. Exactly. Because, you know, I was just getting into touring every other month, uh, once a month, uh, going to festivals and things like that. And then when the pandemic happened, it dropped all those things. And so for me though, my only thing that kept me from going crazy is I had a baby. And so the mm -hmm. baby was like, well, the truth is I wouldn't have been able to go to all these shows anyways, because you know, I'm the stay at home parent. And so my, my wife would, uh, you know, it would have been difficult for if I, I went on. So it worked out, but it, I know for me, I felt like I was just figuring it out. I was just making things work and then everything collapsed in front of me. And I felt like mm -hmm. I was letting everybody down. And then I, then I was kind of in that spot where it was like, you know, maybe, maybe I'm just not doing anything effective. Like this is not me. Did you, is that what kind of happened? And it kind of, when everything started just closing in on you, um, what happened? Well, well, for one, um, I, I really hope I, I, my wish for you is, and my hope for you is that you have a partner who is as loving and supportive as I do. I do. <laughs> um, you're, cause your wife, the fact that you're a stay at home, the stay at home father, and, and you've got the seven, you've got these pursuits and you were walking down them. That sounds like your wife was behind you and believes oh, in yeah. you. Yes. And there's nothing more important to an artist is to have somebody whose feet are on the ground to believe in you. That way our heads can be in the clouds. And I have that. That's awesome. Uh, a, my girlfriend is, is unbelievably wonderful. Mm -hmm. And she, the reason I was able to leave IT, because basically four years ago, I was, and when I worked in IT, I mean, I worked freelance at a high level. Yeah. We talked about it and she was like, you're eating yourself to death. You need to stop, phase yourself out. You're supposed to be pursuing your acting and producing. Focus on that. As long as you're working hard, we have the circumstances we can, we can get by. And that's what happened. And this is effectively what's happening with the podcast. Cause the idea is to build and grow the podcast mm -hmm. and use that as a springboard. As far as the, the, so 
my primary nexus of connection was this gym because it's a celebrity gym. I go to a cele- I go to a celebrity gym. I'm meeting actors, writers, producers, yeah. the guy who owns it. He couldn't miss an opportunity to introduce me to somebody. Have you met Bruce? Bruce is great. Have you seen his thing? Lunchtime is over. It's awesome. Like it's all these people fighting and it's all this really thing. And he's really funny and he's really good. And he's really this. And he's really that my biggest fan. So everything went away. Everything shut down. It's just hard to pick up the pieces. I think for me, and I I might've lost track of the question because I mostly live in my own head. I, when everything went away and the fitness and my health and just the industry, nobody knows who I, who I who I really am. I was just moving towards that. I have an agent, but she doesn't really know me. Occasion, the last film that I was sent out for, I literally had to respond to her. I was like, Hey, I, I think this is okay. I think the project's okay, but I have no desire to play a child rapist. I have, I have no desire to yeah. do that. Yeah. It's, it's not my branding in any way, shape or form. And even if you think that's my branding, I don't give a shit. Sorry. I don't give a crap. <laughs> You're fine. If somebody yeah. sent me that, I'd be like, yeah, sorry, dude. I'm never going like, to be in that. I don't care. If, I don't even care if it was tons of money. I'm just not, that's not my, that's not me. And that's messed up that you would think that's me. <laughs> yes. Actually, the response I got back was like, oh, it only said creepy guy, which is great. I'm your creepy guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that, Bruce. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> when I think about somebody who's going to inappropriately touch my daughter, oh, I no, think of that, you. Yeah, now we're going too far. Yeah, but no, that's there terrible. was the line. We yeah, just we over. just over over the line. Yeah, that's um, but yeah, that makes sense. And I think that that's it's crazy how yeah, like I said you could be finally grabbing it. I said I was I had my most successful year ever in like uh, 2019. It was amazing. Most most I've ever made in music in 20 years of doing it. And it was like, I got this. Props. It's awesome. And then what happens is what you're saying. It's like you were at Comic-Con. You're doing like, it's just like everything just kind of falls apart. And for me, my weight had always, um, you know, I've, I worked for the city and that's where my weight kind of popped up. And then my wife, about four years ago, uh, my wife was like, it's time to just, well, I lost my job, but she was like, I don't think you should go back. I think she should just take care of our kid and um, pursue you and just see how it goes. Wonderful woman. And, Wonderful and I always woman. knew that there was a chance that I would be the stay-at-home parent is because she has a master's degree and I'm a white guy that's been a rapper his whole life. So mm-hmm. I, I, I knew that going into it. And I love kids. I love working with them. I love being there. And, and the idea of getting to spend my days with my children is amazing. So there's no, there's nothing on that. But uh, for me, that's definitely been a issue with my weight. Cause it's like, how do we work out or how do we do these things? And, and, uh, I just keep on getting bigger at this point. And it's like, I, do you, do you have an that? eating methodology that, you know, works for you? Um, no, I, I do. The only time it ever worked was when I did, um, no white diet. Um, okay. which was, which was no refined sugars, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, uh, and, and that, that got me down to probably my smallest point. And, uh, you know, uh, when I was like 180 or something, um, and it, I'm a pretty, uh, I'm a pretty stout dude. So I have, I've, I used to be a power lifter, so I have muscles still, 
but uh, now I have tons of belly over the <laughs> over the muscles. And so what, uh, what worked for me is a combination of keto and intermittent fasting. So I basically had a six hour eating window per day and yeah. I did keto and that just really I found my groove on that. And not only that, I could work out like a like a beast, which is something I particularly like to do. And that's, you know, again, the whole idea of with this this podcast is that works for me. It could work for you, but it might not. Just removing the refined sugars did well for you. And that's something that you can actually pursue within the realm of, okay, stay at home, dad, kids and whatnot. Of course, I, I don't know about you, but one of the biggest challenges for me is if, if there's crap in the house, I'm going to bulldoze through the crap. Oh yeah, totally. Um, and sometimes I, it's yeah. difficult, especially if there's children. Yeah, well, the trick is, is I try to make as many things from scratch as I can. But like a good example good for is you. that I don't buy sodas for myself. I only buy diet sodas for my wife. And I've been really good on just drinking sparkling waters and water. You know what I'm saying? And But then there are those days where I'm just like, I got to get caffeine and I do it. And then the next thing I know, I've had like four sodas in a day. And I'm just like, come on, dude. Like, you know better than this. Um, you can do this. And it's like. But for me, I, I literally, in my strongest point, that was, it was like six sodas per meal. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, uh, I'm so addicted like, to soda too. I, yeah. I get it. I get it. I, um, and, and over the course of the pandemic, I, I re adapted to drinking diet like Coke zero or whatnot. And one of the current challenges is at some point I've got to leave them behind again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm not. It, it doesn't feel like I'm ready to do that, but it's something I want to do sooner rather than later. Now, there's a large amount of argument whether, I mean, diet sodas aren't going to be good for you under any circumstance, sure. but are they are they detrimental to actual weight loss and, you know, your body composition? Science is out. Who knows? Is it good? No. But right now it's kind of like, well, if I'm not doing what innately I want to do, which is to act like Pac-Man and eat my way through pizza. Yep, so, with you, dude. Yeah, so um, I was just curious about the eating methodology. Yeah. If, if, you, if you had some kind of focus, because I know a lot of people are sort of like, I don't know what to do. And of course, one of the things that I find really terrible is how much really bad marketing and products are pushed towards people who feel vulnerable because they don't know what to do. And yeah. sort of like, well, if you drink, if you eat this or drink this or take exogenous ketones. So not only are people throwing a ton of crap into their body that doesn't help them, it's costing them a lot of money. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you. As you can see, there's a little bit of a passion here for me. Yeah. And I think that that's why I was like, you know, it's definitely, as you could tell, it's a definitely opportunity for me to talk about it because it's definitely a struggle because it's like, I know how to, it, that's the truth. I know how to make healthy things, but then mm -hmm. there are days I don't want to. And especially yes. with the pandemic, because it's like when I was being, when things were going well, then it was easy. Oh, I'm just going to make uh, nutritious breakfast bars for the month so that I can have them prep for the kids. So then they have, instead of just buying the junk sugary ones uh, at the store and, um, you know, those kind of things. And so, but it's like working on my own. And this is what, you, this is the part I like about what you want to do with the podcast is really make people feel comfortable about trying. And I think... Uh, yeah. If you feel comfortable about trying, then you're going to start feeling positive about yourself. Because the truth is, is that when I want to beat myself up, I go, I have 
an amazing wife and two amazing children that think I'm the coolest thing ever. The thing is, is I'm older. So like I'm 42 now and I have a, I have a one-year-old. So it's like, I got to live a little longer and this, this weight isn't going to get me there. And I know that. And it's like, um, you know, you need to get up, but it's like, I just need to find a new way. I need to find a way to work out. And that's the, that's really the thing. And it's hard to make time for it. I used to do a dance party with my kids, which was really fun. And that's how we get like 30 to 45 minutes of workout was that we just do. Dude, that is you, you have the magic answer for you right there. What kid doesn't love a dance party? The the actual working. One of the things that I've talked about a couple times recently is that what's important is that you do, it doesn't really necessarily matter what you do. Yeah. Whether you get to the gym to lift weights, whether if you walk, if you ride a bike, if you swim, ultimately it's just the act of doing, man, I wish I could dance. That would be awesome for me. My slow burn cardio is I go to a mall and I walk around at a heavy pace. So it's like a treadmill, yeah. except I'm in motion and I can look at things and occasionally torture myself by smelling Cinnabon because yeah. also I need to torture but, but I think that's, I think you have like, that's a beautiful answer. You can, you need nothing more or, or get, if you have a Nintendo switch or anything like that, mm-hmm. just those kind of games, it having the kids to play with, I mean, or just let the kid outside and run away and chase the kid for about a half hour. Yeah. Perfect. Well, so that, that, that might lead to arresting for you. So maybe not perfect. All right, well, Jaime, have a great night, man. I know you got to go produce some shows, or you got to go do your own show, but I appreciate you hanging out with us. And uh, it looks like uh, Trey's going to show up at some point, so that's pretty cool. But, uh, man, have a good show, man. You're awesome. Thank you so much, Jaime. So, sorry. Good luck, man. Uh, um, but, yeah, no. I, yeah, that's that's the trick is as I, yep, I just need to believe in that, that that's a thing. And uh, But, you know, was it I used to go to the store like twice a week? To like H-E-B or whatever grocery store there was and we would be there for three hours and I would just walk and literally mm-hmm. it was my time to get moving and just be outside but then the pandemic happened and it was like yo you can't go to the store <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like yeah that makes sense so we're just getting back into that and we started going to play areas but I just need to try I need to make sure I'm doing it consistently the problem is I'm not I'll do it like once a week or once every two weeks and be like come on dude like you gotta start being um start start moving but i i appreciate that and i think that that's uh that's the trick maybe i can uh uh talk to you more maybe i could show up once uh yeah. once every like four episodes give you a quick update <laughs> sure <laughs> but uh it's it's but i love that I, and i think i'm glad that you got to this point like i saw that you that you know you're only on episode what 11 right now no i oh, episode sorry, nine nine yeah, yeah. Episode nine comes out tomorrow, um, and that's with uh, producer Jemmy uh, Laganya, though I've mispronounced her name on the podcast and mispronounced it right here. Next week is my 10th episode, which, you know, in starting out the podcast, there's all these technical things you're trying to figure out. Mm -hmm. I had to buy a whole, like, here's how freaking supportive my girlfriend is. So I had to buy, I bought myself a camera. I bought myself a microphone. I see that mic, bro. I know what mic that yeah, is. Yeah, this so. is new. Yeah, no, I this see is that. New. I see that mic. I know what that. I know what that mic costs. So <laughs> now the other thing about it is, even though I've got the DBX, which as we've discovered, I can't actually use. Yeah. I also have like the Fetch, <coughs> and I have 
So money, money, money. The camera I'm looking into. I think I look nice right now. I think this you is a nice awesome. picture. Yeah, it's a great. Image. Yeah, that is not cheap. That is a black magic. That is a yeah. real lens. That is lights, reflector, lights. No. And no. she tolerates this for some no. reason. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to do a professional presentation. I don't know if you actually heard my podcast, Tear, if you didn't, but I work really, really hard. I don't know what it, I don't know how much time you put into editing. Actually, you don't. This is live. Yeah. But me, I used to spend hours. When we first started the show, before we started doing the live thing, I would spend, um, I would spend six, uh, six to seven hours per hour long episode. And it was, yep, that's where I'm at. Bananas. I, it, drove me crazy and then four people would listen to the show and i'd be like oh they don't even understand um and so yeah yeah no i'm with you yeah and and i don't actually i don't mind because this is supposed to be what i'm doing so and i'm trying to do it in like i'm trying to make a video form of it which it's still it, it's rough and coming along and i'm trying to figure everything out but i have to do it like i do my video edit then I clean up all the mouth noises because apparently if left to my own devices, I sound like a dying wildebeest. Then after that's done, I then have to edit the video version of the podcast for podcast version of the podcast. Because if I do a pause here where I'm. One, you know, you see me thinking and there's an engagement but then on the podcast, it's just like nothing. Yep. So silence has to go. Silence has to go. Mm -hmm. And that's the hardest part because that part takes hours. Mm -hmm. yeah, but like, well, yeah, next, next week is passing, going over what they call the podcast fade, the 10th episode. Mm -hmm. I've cleared it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I said, good job for you. And it, it sounds like you're like most people at this point are already dismayed and already quit they've already sold their mic and they're just done i've 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 had I'll never sell you i'm never going to sell you you don't worry there baby that's you a beautiful worry. mic uh that's a beautiful mic but we both know how much that costs that is not a cheap mic. yes um my, it was my, on sale because of black friday yeah my my mic was uh a <laughs> was a was me doing an album for a guy that i still haven't finished so <laughs> and i need to do that so I, I can't give the mic back to you i've got i've got some i've got some rhythms to lay down man you yeah. just like no you no just hold on there yeah no and then the, he, he's transferred it to other things but i'm just like i'm gonna finish this for him because i'm like i'm so grateful for the opportunity but yeah no i'm with you i think that that's amazing i'm really excited for you to be in this place because it's it's as i said we're on episode uh we're on episode 200 wow uh, <laughs> uh life has gone by we're on episode this guy he found another way to uh, spam us again so it was nice change awesome up the, change up the name even what can we buy this time i like uh, you know no, i'm not gonna I've put got... that one but i could just say that it was naked people that want to do uh hand stuff um Ooh. Yeah, it's, yeah, i mean because i've got like 50 i've got 50 credits worth of shiba inu that is burning a hole in my pocket <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah man i think I think that's great. Where where do you want to move the? Uh, where do you want to? Where do you? What is the? What is the future of the podcast? Do you want it to go to a like a live stream kind of uh, talk? I would. Uh, yes. What I would like out of the podcast is I would like to, because I'm early on. So clearly, I don't have much of a listenership now. I have no idea how to 
actually market. And one of the, I don't know what your experience has been, and I don't know how much of this inside baseball your listeners actually care about, but then you get into all the groups about how to market your podcast, how to get mm. listeners. And there's an entire swamp miasma. I don't know what you would call it of coaches and suggestions and the clubhouse aspects where people give you advice, but they want to pay you. They want you to pay for their mentorship. Yep. And it's, it's just a very frustrating thing. I'm not natural at social media. It's just not within my wheelhouse, but I'm not even sure. So I don't have a reach. I'm not sure how to grow. So I'm trying to get on things so that people can get a sense of my personality. Half of your people may love me. Half of them may hate me. Who knows? I don't. I just know that's my family dynamic. So I assume that's my dynamic everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. But yeah, the idea is once I grow a listenership to have them send me questions so I can talk to them. I want to be engaging with people who are having issues because no matter what shape I get into, you know, I can get back to down, you know, under 180 pounds. I'm still going to be 280 pounds behind these eyes. And I'm always going to want to talk to people and I like being helpful and I'm a know-it-all and I can't get enough of my own voice if that's not clear. So I understand. I feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm hoping to go with it. I would still like to have the interviews. I, I like what I'm doing and I like how it's evolving, but that's there awesome. is, um, but ultimately I do want to incorporate more live and if money ever comes in from it, that money is going to go right back into it because eventually I would like to offload things like the editing and I would love more than anything else. I'd love to have somebody who <laughs> helps with marketing and social media more than anything else. <laughs> so, so two things, Kyle uh, had something to say for you. Um, I think I'm now hundred percent of the viewership. So <laughs> you're great. <laughs> so, Kyle, Kyle, like Kyle thinks you're great. You can and join the, my polka knots anytime, Kyle. Um, well, and the thing is, I'll tell you, uh, Kyle actually is cool. Kyle has, you want to talk about a niche podcast? Kyle does the official podcast for Mutant Football League, um, which if you remember the fun Holy game crap. Yeah. And so he literally, he is. Kyle. He does the official podcast. And so it's crazy, but he's just, uh, and it's funny because we're friends. We're, we became friends because he was just. He just said something on one of the podcasts, you know, how we're all on the same podcast things on things. He was yeah. saying something. I was like, bro, I've listened to your show. Would you want to be on my show? And, uh, but, uh, but yeah, he literally, that's the only thing he podcast about. And, uh, but he was saying that for him, he likes that live experience. He doesn't mind the, the ifs and buts. And I, and the truth is Bruce, the more you do it, the more comfortable you'll become with the editing and you'll find yourself being a lot more ease and you'll also get better at taking out the ums from your own yeah. conversations as you do it. So, but yeah, so uh, Kyle, you uh, should check out the Kyle Peppers uh, Mutant League Football, uh, Mutant Football League uh, uh, podcast because it's great. Uh, but uh, yeah. He, just oh, the yeah. fact that it exists makes me happy. Just the fact that that's there. Yeah, yeah. No, it's awesome. And and he told, uh, uh, hopefully, we're, he's hoping that he's going to get uh, – uh, the announcer guy. So you were mentioning, uh, you were saying something earlier about it. It reminded me that uh, he might actually have the announcer from the sh show, uh, from the game on his show, which is pretty cool. And so awesome. it's uh, the dude that did uh, NBA Jams, uh, that that voiceover guy. So uh, Tim Kowalski, I forget what it is. But uh, 
anyways um but yeah man awesome yeah i think that that's the trick is that uh, yeah no i think that's amazing and i hope that it turns out that way for you no it is i like because of course you know now you're 285,000 episodes in and there's a road behind you yeah i'm i'm just about ready to leave to leave my toddlerhood into the pre-teenage years of my podcast yeah and in such a thing every time you listen back it's the first couple episodes there's an egregious thing that makes you go oh my god i really shouldn't communicate with other human beings and then you fix that but then the next thing is wow my favorite phrase is and so and so I was talking about this and, and so this thing happened. And so of course that other, and so <coughs> this thing, and then you're like, nobody in the world says, and so, but me. So each edit <laughs> brings a new gem of, but I'm adapting to it. And I've got to admit, you know, it's sort of like in the preamble to this is sort of like, we're going to do this is it's going to be okay. Like, I'm sure you've had somebody go like, Yep. I'm, I'm gonna uh, it's gonna i i'm i'm right if we can just i'll be fine we we've had it where one of our favorite people in the world was gonna be on the show and then they're just their internet just didn't work out and it was just <laughs> like and it was just like you know what you're amazing and we don't want to be in that we don't want to make you look any less awesome than you are but yeah, there's there's and there's been people that there's actually I'm excited about our next week's show is uh, is one of the only episodes that we recorded and never made it to the thing because I lost all the files after it happened oh. and so we never redid the show and so uh, he we did an interview like he was like on episode like twenty and and so I'm excited to have him on episode ninety eight. Um, of the show, but it's, it's, but he, he's one of the only people that we recorded and never had them on the show, but yeah, no, I've had people that are amazing talkers, people that aren't, um, and you just kind of, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> and the, the good part about pre-recording your show is that you can decide if it's going to work out and if it isn't, then you move on and, and that's okay. There's another yeah. one but when you're live, it's kind of like, okay, well, uh, uh, it's next, jazz baby next next uh next segment guys um but uh well yeah. that was a spectacular disaster let's move on to the weather yeah let's let's talk about the weather now phil um speaking of uh uh mainly because we probably shouldn't go two hours oh yes he made it yes so um but uh is there hello anything? whoever made it uh, i'll show you in a second let me pull this up there he is <gasps> that is trey that's dramatic better, lighting better yeah. late than never i guess Pardon yeah, me, that was in. the burritos from earlier. Oh, okay. <laughs> Trey is the reason I even have lights, because he was making me look so trash, and I was like, mm-hmm. I need to do something. But, but uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah. But uh, we just finished talking about Bruce's podcast, Trey. Nice you could uh, come up. But I was going to ask Yeah, I was Bruce... actually listening so most of the time, so I've been here. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So That's uh, good stuff, man. I'm, I'm really excited for you, and I, I was listening to the wor- the uh, weight loss, and... um. And just the working out and phys- you said end gain. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, what were you saying, Jason? Oh, do you have a question for, do you have anything? Um, don't talk. You may or may not have covered it. I was in and out of uh, listening to the podcast, but um, 
I think for me, I, I really want to get back into the gym. I, I really want okay. to get back into the gym and I really want to be healthier. Cause I used to, in high school, I was in swim team and drill and uh, I played football for a while and I was always active and doing things. And then when I get into college, I'm gaining weight yeah. and obviously I'm, you know, still active and physical and going to the gym and stuff like that. But it just slowly teetered to where, I mean, obviously the pandemic shut everything down and you, you mentioned that, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so since then, I, I've not had a gym membership and don't have a ton of motivation to go and I'm always at work. Uh, so what would you say would be a good plan to start out for someone like me? I would say start off just by getting physical and don't worry about getting to the gym. So everybody has some time that they can do a quick routine at home. Basically, I don't, it doesn't really matter what the three or four exercises are, but here's a really, really nice, basic, easy routine that you can just do. And you can do it in your living room. You can do it anywhere. It may take anywhere from, depending on how you want to structure it, from 15 minutes to a half hour. But choose three or four exercises. You know, it can be like push-ups, sit-ups, three exercises, push-ups, sit-ups, squats. You get some lower body, you get some upper body, you get your abs, and you do 10 rounds of 10 of them just to get yourself moving. Just start and get into the pattern. You're going to do it. You define in a certain amount of time per week, you're going to do it. So maybe two, maybe three. What can you commit to and commit to it and then do it and do that for a couple weeks. If, it, if it's getting too easy, ramp it up a little bit. If you're doing, if you've got dumbbells around the house and you've got you're doing the squats and you're really good at doing the squats. One, you can ramp up the amount of them. So instead of, or instead of it being like 10, 10, 10, maybe it's 10, 20, 30, right. or you build towards something like that. Another thing you can do is a, and this, and we actually, um, in my episode, the horrors of the holidays are upon us. I had someone talk about prison workouts and one, a very okay. popular thing to do in prison is to take a deck of cards. And there's four suits in the deck of cards. So each suit represents an exercise. And okay. you assign the exercise however they are. And then you shuffle the deck, you pull out a card, and whatever the number on that card is, you do that amount of that exercise. And then you can handle the face cards, either consider them all 10 or jacks 11, queens 12, kings 13, aces are one. And that can give you, and that can give you a very randomized workout. Chances are starting back up, you're not getting through the deck. So maybe you only pull out 30 cards, you shuffle them, deal yourself out 30 cards and start doing them. And that gives you a real randomized workout, even if you're doing the same four exercises. So, and then it's, you know, dealer's choice. What can you do? What do you have equipment to do? If you have no equipment, what exercises do you like to do? You know, and this gets you a started and you can do this as soon as you're off this recording, right? No, no gym exercise. And then get yourself moving, get yourself used to getting active. Then once you're done that, then you can return to the gym. So that would be, that would be my base level of uh, advice on that. Perfect, man. I, and I appreciate that. Cause like, I, I mean, you, you already covered it where so many people have already like, they don't, they aren't sure what to do. They don't know mm -hmm. where to start and everyone's body is different yes. um, and it works differently. And some people break down sugars quicker than others. And some people don't necessarily break them down as quick as other people do. And, um, and I if really you're like taking advice. In, yeah. And if you're taking it and if anything, one of the things to adjust the whole idea of sugars is part of the reason we're gaining weight so, so fast 
is the intro a lot of sugars have been replaced and sugars were about 50 sugar was 50 50 glucose and, and fructose and fructose your body can burn every cell in your body can burn glucose right the only thing your body can do with fructose is your liver can convert it to fat for use later so Did high fructose corn syrup yes high fructose corn syrup which has replaced sugars in a lot of things your body mainly everything we eat but yeah yes basically <laughs> mainlines that into fat no matter where you're at and of course since the standard american diet is very high in various sugars whatnot your body takes every bit of fructose you get and just converts it directly to fat anyway that's why the idea of avoiding sugars and whatnot is so valuable and anything with high fructose corn syrup yeah so anyway um and bear in mind, just 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 for point of clarification, let's not pretend that I'm an expert on anything. My head is firmly up my derriere. <laughs> I am not a nutritionist. I am not an ex expert on exercise. I am just a plump son of a bitch who has had gone who has ride the roller coaster up and down numerous <laughs> numerous times. And I'm also somebody who understands that little voice in your head that simply tells you that you're a fat troll and that nobody would ever love you. And that voice is just noise. Anyway, I hope that answers your question. It does, And if man. it doesn't, too bad. I mean, I'm sorry. I appreciate it. No, I, I appreciate it, man. I think there's a lot of people out there that just aren't sure where to start. And I think that, yeah. that what you said is just getting moving. If it's walking, yeah. if, it, if it's walking into walking running. Walking is great. Then, I mean, yeah. So, well, yeah. Another thing to think about is establish your low gear. Just establish your low gear. What can, you know... You see Instagram, you see people on Instagram doing these amazing things with these amazing bodies and they make it look so easy. It wasn't easy for them. Well, and some of it's photoshopped. Like, oh yeah, some of it's And there's people in great shape on Instagram. Yes. But the thing is, sadly, there's a lot of camera magic that happens on Instagram yes. that, that people look past. And it's like, look, there's a shader right there. There's gloss right there. There's some cutaway right there. It's like, I can, I can pick it out out of some photos, but some, some yeah. are just too good to be true. Yeah. yeah. And that's absolutely true. The point being, it's not about being doing this amazing physical feat. It's not that, oh, they can do it. Why can't me? Clearly I'm a loser. It's not about that. You establish your low gear. Get, nice. And what I mean by that is the minimum you can do. If you no matter how you feel about it, if all you can do is get out for a half hour walk, get out for that half hour walk. Yeah. If you're so heavy that it's a little bit difficult to walk, get out for 10 minutes. The, do what you can. The, do what you can and build from there. It, right now, last, the last Saturday, I went to the gym and I worked out with my workout body. Buddy, I did it again. I did it on the podcast. So You were there with your body. Next, I was there with my body and my workout have, buddy. You have your chill, your chill body and your workout body. I understand. I have those yes. two separate ones also. So yes, don't worry about. And that. just the ability to slur my words to mean different things. <laughs> but on Saturday, I went to the gym with my buddy Scott, and we our workout lasted two and a half hours. We did numerous exercises building the boxing. I did numerous rounds of boxing with him. We did this whole big ab thing, and then. We did a workout that was seven rounds of seven exercises, seven rep seats each. Wow. And we just cycled and cycled and cycled. It took, yeah. there was 28 minutes on the clock. We got it done in 25. So here's what they were. It was shoulder presses, 
and I did that with 20 pounds. It was seven pull-ups and I had to do jumping pull-ups. It was right. bench press. Then it was a lat pull down. Then it was curls using a, a um, thing called a grip bell, but basically think of it as like a, a barbell type thing. Then okay. a, a tricep exercise called skull crushers, which you take a bar and you sort of bring the exercise straight, kind of curve it around your nose and then slightly behind your head and then back up. Wow. Don't try to do that if you don't have someone to show it to you, if you're listening. And then it was these cable things that you pull apart. Seven rounds of those. Now, a year ago, I could do the pull-ups. Well, a year and a half ago, I could, I could do the pull-ups at least into the fifth round. Yeah. Now oh, wow. I can't get a single pull-up. I can't do a pull-up right now. So I have to do jumping pull-ups. If I, I could think to myself, well, I can't do pull-ups. There's no point in doing this. Mm. Or it's like, okay, I lost the ability to do pull-ups. I, I, I'm not happy with myself over that. But I start with the jumping pull-ups. I do that. I keep doing that as I lose weight, as I gain the strength, as I put more tension on my back by doing it. I'll get better at doing it. There are seven pull-ups in my future. But they're there by taking step by step. That's and that's the important thing. No individual workout you do in the long run matters. What matters is that you did the workout. It doesn't matter if today your push-ups sucked. It just mattered that you did them. Right. And, and that, embrace your failures. Your failures are how you grow. That's it right there. Embrace your failures. That's how you grow. Uh, speaking mm -hmm. of right now, oh, this failures? is the time you get to plug whatever you want. So please tell us about your where you can find your podcast, if there's a new place to look at your stuff, um, when do we listen to your podcast, all that stuff. So go for it. Cool. Bruce. Well, I am the fittest fat kid you know, and right now you're finding me in your ear canal, even as we speak. <laughs> My podcast is available wherever you find your favorite flavor of podcast, with the sole exception of Pandora, because for whatever reason... It takes forever. Takes forever. Yeah. I am two months into what eventually is going to be like, okay, your podcast is up. On the socials, you can find me everywhere at Fittest Fat Kid. Instagram at Fittest Fat Kid. TikTok at Fittest Fat Kid. Twitter at Fittest Fat Kid. Bumble. Hey, girls. Um, <laughs> my Facebook page is Fittest Fat Kid. If you have a question, concern, if you want to talk to me about fitness, if you have somebody you just needed to reach out to, you can email me at hi there at fittestfatkid.com. It doesn't exist yet. You'll hear me say this in my podcast. It doesn't exist yet. But at some point in the future, I promise you, I swear to, I swear to glob, there will be a www.fittestfatkid.com. And... I, is there anywhere else you can find me? If you ever go to the gym, Eric, the trainer's gym, you might find me there. Malibu's if, most wanted. Yes, if you go to Copen Ramen in Burbank, I could be there. You know, sometimes you'll find me walking around Costco. Who knows where I am? Half That's the times hilarious. I don't. Uh, Trey, it, it, it's that time. Oh, okay. What time are you talking about? Yeah, I think it's the time where you actually show up on time for the show. Just hey! <laughs> Uh, I think he's talking about It's time for question of the day 
All right, so we got a beautiful morsel um, from Twitter over here, and it's our usual boy at iGreenGod. And um, hmm, he says, what's your favorite time of the day and why? Uh, okay, okay, I can do this. Um, um, well, it's once in October, about 8 o'clock here in Texas, when it's like 72 degrees before it becomes 150 degrees and the sun is out that's the one time i like to leave the house a year so okay, okay. there's the answer. why seven seven <laughs> so specific why it's like the perfect weather now living in texas the normal weather is like 90 degrees uh and so you just kind of get used to it being hot but there's that time in october where it's just like where it's just like cool but it's not too cold and it's perfect. Um, and that one time is the only time I'm ever happy. That's not true. But still, it is. Uh, I'm going to say whenever I'm asleep. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the day because I'm not bothered. I'm in dream mode. I can basically do whatever I want. No death, no taxes, you know. And you can pursue your dreams and your dreams. So... <laughs> and then you wake up and you're like, it was all a dream. That's funny. What do you think, Bruce? Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I think my favorite time of the day comes at 10:15 in the evening. Okay. It's usually two or three times a week. And that's when the creativity filter clicks on Ma. and suddenly <laughs> new worlds enter into the purview of my being. And I'm able to really get into the direct flow of things. And of course, the dogs are upstairs with the girlfriend, so they are not barking at me and interrupting. And the, the cat has not bugging me, and I'm not in demand by anybody. And I can just get into that rhythm. Yeah, that's the time of the day for me. Dope, that's, sick, nasty. That's, that's what's up. Yeah, no, uh, those are all good answers. We're, real quick, uh, Kyle's killing it right now. Uh, one of the things he says is, uh, I always say I have a body over God. Uh, just happens to be Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he, also, he also says, Western New York, the weather is either negative five or 121. Yo, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. that's A lot of cushioning helps under either ends of that spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um. But yeah, no, that's uh, pretty great. Now it's that time where we're actually going to make up a song talking about all the things that we, Bruce, talked about today. Is there anything that you want to make sure that I put in this song? Go. Mac and cheese. I'll make sure I pick some up right now and just stick it. Yeah. I'll talk about mac and cheese. Definitely we're going to talk about our epic 80s wrestlers. What was the name of your winning singles wrestler? What was his name? Sexual sponge, sponge cake. cake. Sexual sponge cake Scotty Schwartzman. Such oh, wow. a good name. Such a good name. Um, Sexual yeah. sponge cake Scotty Schwartzman. Good luck saying that in your rap. You're gonna, I'm going to mess it up so terribly. You're going to flop over that, yeah. I promise. It's it's fine. Um, and the polka knot. The polka. polka. The polka knots. I'm saying, are you hearing me say polka dots? Is that what you're hearing? Yeah. You yeah, see, I'm saying polka knots every time. Yeah, I hear end. the end. But uh, but I know what you're thinking. You think I'm saying dots? No, I I uh, I I'm from Pflugerville, which is a German town. So I understand the polka life, um, polka mm. life. Yeah. 
So fidget spinners. Ooh. Okay, I'll put them in there. Don't we didn't talk about them. <laughs> um, Bruce. And I mean, did you guys talk about mac and cheese? We didn't. No. Fine. Oh, exactly. You know what? Well, here's get the right, truth. Time. Get right. I just, I just missed. Like being on here just cost me dinner. It's that's like it's it's. <laughs> oh you know, no! There were people eating over there, and I was not invited to be participating. You know, Bruce, you are the fittest fat kid. So it's like I am. I'm helping you out. Oh yeah, because you only have a certain amount of time to eat, so you're not eating that's, anymore today. Yeah, it's, it's Dude, done. It's life. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Tear. I yeah. hope it was worth it, bro. Yeah, I hope so. Too. Remains to be seen. We'll see. We haven't gotten to the song right. yet. All right. Exactly. Let's right. roll. Let's do this. All right. Oh, Bruce. So, uh, do you have a yeah. stage name? Would you like us to give you one? Would you like us to give you one? Um, DJ Smarmy Jeff. Nice. Smarmy Jeff. Yes. Is, was that like an old nickname people gave you? No, it's... I've never had a nickname. Shmarmy I thought you Jeff. just wanted one for now. Nope, uh, that's what it is. And that's what's yeah. going to happen. Jason, you ready? I am always ready. Let's get it. Yo, 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 it's DJ Sound Effects, Scott the Summers, and GJ Smarmy Jeff on the mic. Let's, let's, let's get it. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Now we chillin' with the fittest fat kid in the world Do what you was doing, running back to the world Now you gotta be what you be Eat some mac and cheese, looking like a fancy dude if you can't see Put some Cheetos on that junk, don't play And only if I rearrange words I say Anyways, we can do it all, it could never be the same If we get in here, fidget spinners anyway, hey Why, Trey, are you playing with that bro? I don't even know what I gotta do with low So go, now I gotta break a sodio Now looking like Bruce is rapping and be boxing, yo He's so amazing, don't know where I go, don't know what I'm doing if I'm feeling like whoa. We talked about 80s wrestlers filling it through. I'm gonna mess up this word, but that's so cool. It's sexual, Scotty McCotty. I never knew it all. I'm not even gonna try falling back a little fall. Now I gotta say that he was dope in any ways. He was like a Jewish dude that was sexy every day, anyway. Just like Bruce, only if I couldn't take it back and I do little things that we say that were better than the night. Me, I was talking about the things that is right. Oh, and now I gotta say that it be like me. I'm chilling out with the hippo kings the hippo twins hungry hungry ho but now we gotta think what i do i don't know and those whack dudes that i still don't get through see there's a reason i said that trey oh cool yes it's because we had those spammers bro they're trying to put naked pictures on my picture yo on my comments don't even know but i had to block people i didn't even go anyways where am i doing i'm feeling real talking about little things that i can't chill and bruce has dope podcast he's trying to get people to live their life react huh? yeah that pandemic kind of sucked kind of messed us up never teared it up and even me i sit here sometimes thinking that i gotta break it back in a rhyme but we had a chance to rearrange dance make it all together now you have your chance go check out the fittest fat kid oh yes check out their podcast and living it when uh-huh now i gotta do what it do he was at comic con because he was so cool tripping up sitting up looking for the d now we got to break it back and get the re i see that little thing with the dude yeah yeah he's taking care of his mom and he's trying to break it rap and only if i can't break it through the night i could talk about the words that i'm doing so tight anyways anyways here we go again and get some done with this rap anyways <laughs> I hope that was okay, Bruce. 
Yeah. I have no Bruce idea. Bruce joined in on the action. I was like, okay, yeah, I, well, this we're doing this. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell I was doing, but it was so much fun. It, it was, was hilarious. My microphone. <laughs> we have never. So cool. uh, I think that's the, one of the few times we've had our guests randomly hop in on the song at the end before. I've so. never. Yeah, I never. Yeah, that was. That was amazing. I was like, this is gonna be something. <laughs> well, we, we have to be a work good, with, be a terrible, as long as it's loud. We we have to like make it work because obviously there's latency in between us talking. It's not like we're right next to each other. So Jason has to like stagger his raps over the beat. So then you hopped in, and so then it wasn't matching me. So we'll see how it ha we'll see how it works. It was fine. I was like, I was like, I don't know what's happening. I'm it's just going to I didn't know I what to do. I can't I, otherwise, two people. Right. Otherwise, I was going to be like, um. <laughs> you just. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, Kyle uh, everybody tries to take Trey's job. Uh, that's funny. That's only because I need a, a job. Gig. Yeah, for real. Yeah, no, the no stress at all. That was fun. Um, I was like, why is this so hard at the end? And now I know. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't looking, so I didn't know actually what's happening. I was just like, wow, I think it's time for me to stop this rap. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh, you really? Oh my I, god, I caught his white boy rhythm. No, I know. I used to. Um, hey, I used to do this thing where um, my DJ would change the beat every thirty seconds. And every once in a while, he'd catch me off guard. It'd be like a dope rap beat, and he'd drop it to Mozart, and I'd be like, "But I, I'm freestyling, so I have to just go." And they'd be like, "Totally, yeah, totally off." And but man, thank you so much, Bruce. I had so much fun talking to you and talking about this podcast and and just being silly. And as I said, that uh that '80s wrestling bit was great. You were. You caught me off guard at how good those were. I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. And I was like, man, I didn't want to try. After you said the sexy Scotty one, I was like, I don't even want to do this anymore. This isn't even fun. And he's going to destroy me. Um, he killed my joy. Yeah. I was like, man, I'm really good at improv. Nope. Nope. I'm not. I'm, Jason I'm was just trash. like, wow. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I am trash. Uh, but man, I really had a great time with you um being on the show thank you so much for bringing me on <laughs> this was a lot of fun <laughs> and uh thank you so much guys for listening to the show make sure you like and subscribe um and uh go to the website flowsforyou.com i actually updated some of the new stuff so you can actually you can actually even look at our live feed now on well i need to check that but i think we can do that now so i i set it up that way but um yeah thank you so much guys for coming uh if you want to be able to Go to our website, go to flowsu.com. Uh, go to all our new places at Flows, the number four, the letter U, uh, on social media. We're really going to be ramping up um, different spots. We'll have make sure that 80s wrestling thing will be on TikTok for sure. Um, and it'll be great. And so I'll make sure I tag you on it, Bruce. Um, Thank you. Because it'll be great. Uh, Trey, I'm totally forgetting everything. So just say the stuff I didn't say. Well, oh, oh yeah. I have to say. Our, our, our sponsor. What's our sponsor? Nomad web get paid. Nomad web dot design. I I don't have the bit memorized, so you can go it's, ahead. It's okay that. if you go to the website flowsu.com, click on our sponsors. All the links to Nomad web dot design is right there. If you want an amazing website, very quickly and amazing, Nomad web dot design is the place to go. Thank you, Trey. Yes, of course. So I actually just had one thing, 
and I have a challenge for Kyle, and I need by the by next Monday a question of the day, and that's all I have to say. From Kyle. From Kyle, yeah. specifically. Because at this point, I would ask all of our viewers to, hey, if you really like watching our show, we need all the questions of the day from you, be it funny, serious, or just downright crazy. We need the questions because I'm tired of going to Twitter and stealing, I mean, using them from at iGreenGod. <laughs> and dude has probably no idea it's even happening. Uh, but I, hey, I would love to have him on the show. It'd be interesting. He throws up all kinds of stuff on Twitter. But uh, yeah, Juan Cena, the man you can see. What? <laughs> Yeah. What is that from? Was did that? Oh, that's a call back to the early days. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I was yeah. like, wait, what? But again, Kyle, golfer clap. Yes, 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 yes. yes. He um, said, he says you got it. So uh, we, I work. should be expecting it. All right, Kyle, it better be good. Oh, it, it'll be. Even, we can even call it the Kyle Piffers question of the day. <laughs> now, is it Piffers or is it Peffers? It's Peffers. I said Piffers. I'm sorry. You have to pronounce it just like that, or it doesn't count. So it's the Kyle Peffers. The Kyle Piffers question of the day. You, you either sound snooty the or you Kyle sound like you're from Piffers question of the day. You That's either great. sound snooty or you sound like you're from South Park. You say Kyle Peffers. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> all right, all right, Bruce. This is our close. Um, this is exciting. What you're gonna do is you're gonna give Trey three words, and Trey's gonna make up a crazy singing rap song for you. Um, it's not or rap. singing singing song. I don't know what it's, it's a called. song. A song. He's gonna make three up a words for you. It's our close. Once we finish that, then we'll do the. Uh, not this kind oh, of close. I forgot to do the intro again. Um, I'll do the I'll do the outro, and uh, then um, <laughs> stay on the line and we'll hang out. So. Um, and I really have to go because my wife's about to murder me. Um, so let's end it up, Trey. Okay. Bruce? Just, just quick question. Is this supposed to be a challenge or casual? I mean, you can do whatever you want, man. You're asking for it. The words are within reason. Sure. Buttress. <laughs> I know what a buttress is. The third word was baloney. Bologna. Got it. I so before we start, I can't promise anything. All I can promise is hopefully you will laugh. Um, I don't know what's about to happen, but here we go. Hey Trey, look at Kyle's last uh, thing he says. <laughs> peckers, it's good. That sounds like that sounds like the tagline to a product. As long as it's not peckers, it's good. <laughs> let's go. Let's get it. Auto tune in the building. Let's get it, Bruce. You've been an amazing guest. I'm, I'm glad I got to witness a little bit of it. I know it was late, but I still had fun. You've been awesome. Please feel free to come back on our show. You're gonna be awesome, man. Let's get it. Let's go. Talking about three words. Circumference. That's the big old circle. Let's go. Hopefully I can get in the gym and cut that circumference in half, baby. It takes baby steps, itty bitty baby steps, eating right, getting out. Hopefully you can track it, going, going, going. Just don't wear yourself out. Don't eat a bologna sandwich because that would just gross me out. 
eat some greens, and some vegetables on the side. It's basically the same thing. Oh well, I'm not gonna hide the fact that I know what a buttress is. Let's talk about architecture of America, kids. It's crumbling from the inside. Yes, I said it right here. I hopefully you don't just close your little ears. Listen to what I'm saying. The government doesn't care. I'm just kidding, guys. This is just a funny rap here. Let's get it. Let's go. Flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do, man. This is what we do. Take us home. I'm sorry, everybody. And uh, anybody that was offended by that trade no longer works for us. It flows for you. So don't stress. We'll have a new replacement next week. And uh, y'all are amazing. Have a great day. Yeah. Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now.